It's the bachelor lifestyle. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. Prime back the Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic. Welcome back. You are listening to the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. Thank you very much for joining us. Episode number three of Zach's season. And if you've listened to this show for a while, you know what's going on here. They've pivoted to a rotate the villains. A couple years ago, they did this. They pivoted to a rotate the villains strategy. So every week you get a different villain. And and what they're what passes for villains is incredibly thin in my point in my from my point of view. Uh, I'm joined now and he'll he'll break it all down for us by my dear friend Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you, buddy? Hello everybody. Yo. Hello there. Yes. Coming at you live from uh this Glendale, is, Arizona, are home you, of Super Bowl 57. Are you in the bathroom of your hotel room? Oh no. Cuz it's a little echoey. I'm, fun- I'm in the this funky hotel room. Yeah, the, the acoustics are just awful. I can like, tell. There's it, it, it like a some kind of um, cement flooring, and it just the wow. sounds bounce off the walls. Yeah. So I and and thin walls. So each of my neighbors right now are going to listen to the Bachelor uh, Lifestyle podcast. And they're not. It's. I mean, it can't sound any worse than when I had that that respiratory issue. Oh no, no. A couple I, I, I'm episodes. Getting, I'm getting ago. comments. Even this week, we're like, hey, I just started catching up on the new season. What the hell is up with Beckner in that first podcast? (laughs) (laughs) It happens. Uh, So, Jason, what happened this week on The Bachelor? I need to say I need to say something about the um, direction of this season. You know, horrendous for the for those that are just tuning in. I mean. Brian and I both, I think, are in lockstep on this. Yep. We don't respect the show. We think it's Horrible. pretty damn despicable. Awful. It, it, it seeks out to ruin lives yep. under the guise of finding love. Absolutely. Um, they did, they did my it. girl Christina so dirty. I, yeah. They yeah, did her dirty. She, she was I, the, one, the one light of this season. And I'm not, I'm not saying from a um, – obviously, she wasn't going to win, but she was sort of entertaining. She, she, her, her issue is, and this is that she has old school, um, old, an old school personality. Yep. And that old school personality doesn't work in the no, workplace now. It's true. And it's true. Once you're, once you are identified as a certain type that doesn't make people's space safe, yeah. you're ruined. Yeah. In it's every true. walk it's of true. life now, you are fucking ruined. And she, you know, she's a debutante. She, I don't think she's ever worked a day in her life. She probably doesn't know the culture of like corporate America and how you're supposed to react around other human beings. She's been in this little bubble in Nashville with the Mandrell money around yep. a bunch of other white people. Erlene Mandrell. And, and, yeah, and she just didn't quite know what she was getting into from a, a human interaction standpoint. But also, they didn't... They- I mean, the evidence was thin on old Christina. Like, what doesn't matter? What exactly was she uh, accused of? Because the girl that left, Brianna, who was a dud. I mean, poor city. No thanks. No interest. Nobody cared about her. 
She's like, I'm leaving. And oh, by the way, Christina made me feel unsafe. There, there was, were, she was not accused of anything. There are certain words that once they are spoken, yep. the, yes. whether they can be proven or not, once they are spoken, it's the end of the day for somebody. Those yep. words, toxic, yep. unsafe, yep. intimidating. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. these, are, these are words that, that there's no coming back from in this day and age. Um, but we'll get into a little bit deeper later. But yeah. I just want to say that I have to give the producers credit for some of the creative things that they have done. This this episode, a couple of times I thought to myself, wait a minute, that was a pretty damn good idea. Because, you know, oh. he's, a, he's a complete zero. He's so boring. Um, so they've had to do something to really sex this thing up. Yeah. And I have to give him credit. I, there are a couple of times in this episode, and I'll point him out, that I'm like, okay, that took... That took some creativity, some imagination, yep. and I was I was on board. So here we yeah. go. Yeah. Um, basically, um, um, Jesse walks into the room of all the women, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, I know the rose ceremony was emotional and everything, but uh, tell you what, um, there's going to be two one-on-one dates and one really big date." And here's the deal. The one-on-one date starts tonight. Yeah. And everyone's just like, oh, whatever, you know, and they yeah. open up the uh, the date card. Um, first one-on-one date goes to Katie. Yeah. I, I think you know where she is. I think you've had an eye on her from the beginning. Maybe, I think it was, maybe it's her and Catherine. No, I, Katie, yeah. she's fun. Yeah. She's fun. She's fun. She's got kind of a wonky eye. We, she's got, she's got, oh, right. she's got incredibly low self-esteem. Oh my yeah. gosh. We find that out, yeah. out later, but, yeah. um, but the, the whole, um, pretense from the get go in this episode, it just shows you, just the level of phoniness uh, yeah. some people have. Katie gets the one-on-one date, the first you know one-on-one date of the of the episode, and multiple women are like, "We're really happy for you, Katie." Mm-hmm. We and then another one says, "We really are." So those are lies. Yes, of course. Um, nobody's happy for the person that gets the one-on-one date. Nope. And the only person that has the balls to say she's not happy is Christina, and we know what happens with her. She That's gets right. canceled. Yep. Um, so what the producers did, and I thought it was pretty damn cool. Um, you know, they're driving to the date. And first of all, this is a great, this is a great sign for, uh, for Katie. Zach says to her, do you like surprises? And she said, she surprised everybody by saying, yes, I do. <laughs> like too many people nowadays yeah. don't like surprises. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, people, yeah. people that have anxiety and, Chemical imbalance and stuff. They hate yeah. surprises. Well, hold on. Most of, hold, most of the world hates surprises. Hold on. But what if yeah. somebody's like, do you like surprises? And you're like, yeah. And then they're like, surprise, you're fired. Like, it, like right. yeah. I mean, sometimes surprises can be kind of a bummer. But there's something really fun about a person that likes surprises. Yeah. That, just, that tells me that they're, they yeah. go with the flow. And they have a, a great demeanor, so that to me, that's a a, a mark in the uh, in the you know pro category yeah, for Katie. Sure, um, she they go to the Museum of Natural History in in Los Angeles. So you know you got dinosaurs, prehistoric things, but it's at night, 
So they have it all to themselves. They've yeah. done s- stuff like this before in the show. Um, I will point out the uh, first liberal use of, of the word literally by Gen Z Katie. Mm-hmm. She looks she looks at the museum stuff and she says, this is literally the coolest place on Earth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally. Which, which I think is Antarctica. Yeah. Isn't it? Or- <laughs> yeah. They went to the Natural History Museum. Yeah. I mean, it didn't look that cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's questionable whether yeah. or not the coolest place on earth, not, unliterally, is is a museum. It's, it's of a bunch of animals. it's a bunch of fake fossils and and pretend animals. <laughs> like it's so, not. I feel like I could run through there in like twenty minutes and be like, okay, I get the gist. I'm out. So they, yeah, so they walk through there um, and. Then they, they sit down uh, for uneaten food, which on yes, the show is called for the part where they sit down and they tell each other horrible things about each other's wives. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> they sit down under uh, uh, in front of in, in, uneaten food, and Zach is just such a dud, and he's like, uh, you know, I'm just looking for my best friend yeah. and my life partner. Yeah. And, then he, and then he's like, uh, I just want to know, like, what you're looking for yeah. your life partner, like just such a generic yeah. fucking general question. Yeah. But, but then, then she starts, she starts throwing red flags, like head coaches on the sideline <laughs> with challenge. flag. <laughs> she's yeah. like, um, she's like, well, that's an interesting question. What I'm looking for. She's like, I'll tell you what I'm not looking for. And then she yeah. then she starts to list how evil her ex boyfriend was. Kind of weird. She was just like, um, "I'm looking to feel safe. I'm looking for uh, someone who doesn't run away when things get hard. I'm looking to have some respect." <laughs> like, yeah. And then she starts crying. I mean, I mean you feel really bad. It- the question is, what are you looking for? And she just dives into the negativity of her past. Didn't she, isn't she the one that on the, on the first episode when they were doing vignettes about people, she was like hiking out on a cliff and she's like, yeah, my ex-boyfriend cheated on me and now I'm moving on to something better. So, and it's like, what? It's weird how, how people have to frame their whole life experience in terms of one relationship that they had. Well, I always thought, and I haven't dated for a while, and I don't know you haven't either. That's We're right. In love. Yeah. But, yes. Um, I always thought the last thing you bring up on a date never. is your ex. Never. You and never she, bring it up. She runs right to the ex. Never. And how evil he was. Yep. Um, Zach, to his credit, you know, he, this guy isn't very bright and he's a total zero, but he, he actually said all the right things in this moment. Because her thing was, I just want a good man in my life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's that's sad. Yeah. And Zach says, look, yeah. you deserve a lot more than the basics. You know, you deserve a lot more. You should expect more in the man that you choose. And he said all the right things. And you could tell she just like from tears to uh, to glee and making out. Um, and he gives her a rose, of course. Now, this is the big another big shift. So last week, um, our girl, Christina, Met the family on the very first first date of the year. Met the family, which is typically saved for the last episode of the season. Yeah. 
Well, and this season they chose to have a sleepover and fucking in the second episode of yes. the season for dates. Yes. He asks if she wants to spend the night with him and she says yes, completely yeah. throwing a wrench yes. into the fantasy suite overnight well, episodes that we yes. look forward to. Yes. <laughs> um crazy. Yeah. And this is my this is the first time where I thought, you know what? The producers actually did something really cool here. They set up like this camping thing in front of like a scene of prehistoric, you know, animals in the background and elephants and stuff, like a campsite with a big tent. And um, I just thought that was cool. Like yeah. somebody put some thought into this. Yeah. That was that's pretty fucking no, cool. It was actually because I'm like, this date is stupid. Because they were doing like a night at the museum thing, and I'm like, this is boring. And then, uh, then there was like a they, the campsite was all set up, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of romantic. And I was watching it with my chick, and we're, look, we're as you can imagine, we're both pretty cynical people. And I was like, that's kind of cool. And she's like, totally. She's like, I would love that. And I'm like, me too. But then, what did they do? They immediately fucking went to bed. <laughs> She's like, well, you know, she's yeah, like, why aren't they, what they edited? Right. She's like, why are, well, they edited badly then. Cause she's like, why aren't they like sitting outside by their fake yeah. campfire having some wine? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, they immediately just get in their cots in their PJs and go to sleep. Well, in, in the show's defense, I mean, the edit was like this. Yeah. They show the campsite and then they immediately show them in pajamas. Yeah running through the museum that was weird what was the and they're always running places yeah and they're and he's holding her and, and kissing her while they're running through the museum in pajamas yep so you're right to your point they never actually showed them like enjoying the campsite they yep. just went into the tent uh presumably to have sex right um, well because yeah they did say hey let's move the um let's move the let's move our cots together yeah and you know, so they go back to the mansion and, you know, of course, this is all freaking pre-stage where the producers get all the girls in the same room and just be like, hey, gals, um, have you noticed that they're not back from their date yet? And it's really late. Talk about that. And they start speculating like, oh, my God, if they're on an overnight date, I don't know how I feel about that. And uh, Brooklyn, the rodeo rider, she's like, I don't want to know anything about that. Um, and I'm thinking, Oh, the producers are going to make sure you know everything about this, that they're going to make sure that you do. So it's not like this is going to go unseen or unheard. And what happens? Katie walks into the mansion at like eight the next morning with bedhead and pajamas yeah. and her yeah. and her rose. In yeah. Like if they really wanted to, they could have had her yes. put on her fucking regular yeah. clothes and made up. And, but they had her show up in a fucking bedhead. Well, um, it's that so. is that is what they're best at at the show <laughs> is driving women insane. So yes. they so they bring her in and, and everybody's like her bags are still here, but she's not it's pretty late. Yeah. Night must have went, went pretty late. And then she comes home and they're like, Tell us about your date. And she's like, Oh, it was so great. We stayed in the museum, blah blah blah. But she's like, and I, but I'm exhausted. We I have not slept. And then I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> these chicks, these chicks are supposed to go on a group date with the dude in like a now, couple hours. Right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't slept either. So, yes. so that's the thing, like a yeah. uh, uh, rodeo girl, Brooklyn's like, yeah, 
Um, she showed up like, you know, in pajamas and her hair was all messy. Yeah. She definitely had that walk of shame look. And I'm thinking if the producers wanted to or could, I guess they could have made it a little worse by like having her like smoking a cigarette yeah. and walking with a limp. Carry, like, yeah. Oh my God. Carrying the shoes. Just railing me all night long. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, and also there's the walk of shame is. We support the walk of shame here on this show. That's that's the walk of fame. We don't we're we're not we don't shame anybody for spending the night at anyone else's house at all. Hell no. Or 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 in a campsite at the LA County Museum of Natural History. Now um so the group date's about to start and there's some stupid general thing on the group card that just says uh, they're fight for me or something stupid. So dumb. Well, what they're going we to do? We knew it was is, coming. We knew it was coming. They're going to play in the Bachelor Bowl five. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and I'm thinking, have we really seen four of these things? It's it's women playing tackle football against each other. Yeah, um, it's, I don't remember seeing four of them, but I guess there have been. The, I mean, it's definitely happened before. It's, it happens with the dudes every season, some kind of full contact lacrosse or rugby yeah. or something. So what happens is, you know, Zach played played some ball. I think he played college ball, uh, kind of maybe Division uh, three. Or something, I, I don't know. Ball. He said he played nine years. So, I mean, no, he, if he, played, he started playing I, in I third buddy, grade. Uh, our guy Jonesy, Jeff Jones, who listens, he's a football coach. Yeah, and I guess there's a there's a website where you could go and kind of look at anybody who's played at any level. Oh. You could go and look at their credentials. I uh-huh. think he's played like low level college ball. Oh, uh huh. Okay, he was a he was a, he was a tight end. Oh, so he's a big uh, dude. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Bachelor Bowl Five is going to be announced by Jesse Palmer and Hannah Storm. Hannah Storm uh, looks great. There's going to be she has an a age crowd. today. There's going to be a yeah. There's going to be a crowd of people. Uh-huh. Um, char, former Charger stars Sean Merriman yep. and Antonio Gates are going to be the coaches. Yep, future Hall of Famer Antonio Gates and the great lights out Sean Merriman. And um, Antonio gives them the rules, and we kind of are familiar with this yeah. date format. Yeah. Um, we're breaking into two teams. The team that wins gets to go to the cocktail party. Team that loses gets to go back to the mansion. Now, they always fucking break the rules. Always. So it seems like always. more than not, they're like, you know what? Let's all just go to the. I was waiting for that. The, the drinks. Yeah. I was waiting for that. They must have listened to this show because too often they're like, right. the winning team gets the cocktail party. And then it turns out they all get to go to the cocktail party. And yeah. the only benefit was that a few people got concussions. And there were definitely some concussions <laughs> in this one. The first play was yeah. a concussion. Yeah, the kickoffs. Uh, yeah. Anastasia got injured somehow. Yes. Wow, look, looking at the replay, I don't know where, where the injury occurred. I don't know. The, the gunner yeah. lit her up. <laughs> that's why yeah. That's why we just start from the 20 these days, guys. Yeah, yeah. So um, so basically Gates lays that out for yeah. them, and then yeah. they become the coaches. Um, and so this is when I thought, wait a minute. The producers for the second time this episode – 
kind of made me think that's that's pretty imaginative or it's kind of edgy, it's funny. They named the teams. Oh, the ball sacks. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, one, one of the names is the ball sack. Is a ball sacks. Yeah. The ball which sacks. Which is really funny. The ball sacks. Yeah. And then, and then the Shao Crushers. Yeah. Yeah. As a play on his last name, Shao Cross. Shao Cross. Shao yeah. Crushers. Yeah. Mean, the Crushers meaning he's going to crush you in bed. Shao Crush. <laughs> I, know, you in I bed. don't think that. Yeah. I mean, I think they have crushes on him. The shall yeah. the shall crushes <laughs> they have, but I don't. I like that. Maybe yeah. Maybe they're going to crush his bag when they're because they're going to be so heated up from the game that his that his nuts are going to get get smushed into sand when they're done. They're gonna they're gonna shall crush them. Now um, uh, Jesse and yeah Jesse and Hannah do this thing. Yeah, they're like. Oh no! It was the voiceover. They had this little package of like showing highlights of previous bachelor bowls, and the voiceover guys like, yeah. Uh oh, oh no, Jason Jason Stewart. We appear to lost Jason Stewart's working on, and and he really left us at a. Uh, I'm sitting here waiting with bated breath because he's saying something that the voiceover guy did that I didn't. Uh, I don't recall. So I was just really excited to hear what he was about to say. Jay Stu is, he's communicating to us via Hampton in uh, Wi-Fi or possibly a uh, Marriott suites or, or maybe even God forbid a um, homestay America, some type of business, oh, some type of business hotel. Oh, he's returned. Jason, you were you were yo, saying yo, yo. the voiceover guy said, "I'm gonna refresh." No, don't. Oh, Jason. So Jason's back, but apparently can't hear us. So I'm gonna keep filling because I don't want to have to go back and edit this. Although if Jason keeps having issues reconnecting, there's that'll be unavoidable. But I'm I'm hoping that Jason can tune back in. Let's take a guess at which of the traveler business um lower to mid-level hotels he's staying in i've already said hampton inn right that's one hampton inn what it's not a courtyard by marriott is the one i was thinking of courtyard by marriott i'm writing that down and then i don't think extended stay america that's only for people that are um that need like a week to bake a batch of meth right that's not they don't actually like Fox Sports Radio would not put Jason up in a in an extended stay America. So I don't I know there's one other big one. Oh, Hilton um no, not Hilton. Holiday Inn Express. Ah, that's lower level too. Jason, I, I think I hear you there, buddy. What's going on? I love it. I love that you bought some time there. Um I'm staying at the Found RE, the Found RE. What's the RE stand for? No idea. Real estate. The name of the hotel is Found Colon R E Phoenix. Found. Which tells me there's a Found R E in Dallas. I don't know if it's the Foundry. Oh, Foundry. Uh, well, I'm gonna look it up. Look it up. It's uh it's it's ninety percent art gallery and ten percent hotel. Oh, it sounds kinda oh found R E Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, it's probably why the acoustics are so awful. 
yeah and and stuff because they they didn't really take the the guest experience <laughs> into account they want they want you to feel artsy yes and oh. contemporary and it's, it's it's a weird one call but, to artists so so the um the point that i was making yeah and this is a this is an important one tell me they did this they did this big voiceover yeah um they did this big pre-produced thing where they showed highlights of previous bachelor bowls mm-hmm. and the voiceover guy says this is the button he says the bachelor bowl proving there are no rules in the game of love <laughs> but there's plenty of rules now think about that football has a lot of rules yeah tons and in, uh, in fact um Roger Goodell this week pointed out that there are 42,000 um, uh, rules to, to 42,000 chances to create a penalty on a, every game, every game that there's played. Is that true? It's a game of that many rules. So every there's too many. Play, you, can, you can call dozens of penalties. So it's, it's, it has a lot of rules. Well, there's too many penalties, by the way. Oh, you're like downtown. I've looked up your location. Yeah, it's a nice location. Yeah. Uh, walking distance to Radio Row. Yep. But the Bachelor Bowl, proving there are no rules in the game of love, that doesn't make sense. No. It makes – if you were going to do that, you would you would choose a an exercise where there actually wasn't any rules. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, we used to play a game on the playgrounds that you can't say anymore. Smear the queer. Oh no, we don't say that on this show. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. No. Smear the queer. Yes. Smear the queer. That there were no rules, so maybe the bachelor bowl should be that well, game. Well, hold on. I mean, even even that game that you just mentioned that I will not be saying the name of you. Um, that when we played that game, there, there is a rule. It's you got to tackle the guy who has the ball. Yeah. So there is that is a rule. Right, at least has one rule. You're not far. I see you're staying not far from the Arizona Veterans Memorial Coliseum, and you may be going, "Hey, Brian, isn't that the isn't that where you saw the great Canadian prog hard rock band Rush in 1993?" And the answer to you would be, "Yes, I did see them there, and they were fantastic." Go on. 93 Rush. Wow. Yeah. Getty Lee losing his voice. They were doing a lot of instrumentals on those albums in the nineties. Uh, it was a, they, they got into a big. Um, there was a there was a big keyboard phase. Everybody had a keyboard phase back then. Oh. They were kind of out of it at that point. Oh, by the way, um, yeah, um, I remember the big thing going around in college. Like it, it was cool to like Rush <sighs> Herpes, and then and then the, this is what the people would say. I mean, Neil Peart is like a genius at the drums. Like, yeah. He's so genius that I dare you to try to air drum Neil Peart. Oh, and I've never. You can't air drum Neil Peart. Uh, uh, everyone, everyone air drums Neil Peart. <laughs> He's the most yeah. air drummed. Yeah, you air drum because when you put it on a CD, it stays. It's not like every time you listen to the CD, his <laughs> drumming changes. changes. <laughs> yes, you do air drum. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so what happened? Oh, you have football. There's rules to football, and the rules were we have to give some of these girls concussions before the night is through. There were, and uh, our girl Christina from Nashville, Mandrell, she she plays some ball. She know she's an athlete, dude. Uh, she she came to play. She 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 was going through the the 
yellow team with a cue ball and a sock. She was lighting people up. She was she was not turning down the contact. She was looking for the contact, and she was she was the MVP of the game. No doubt. Um, yeah. The yellow team did have Genevieve, who was kind of like the um, what what was his name the uh, the whiteout for the Bears that also ran the hundred meters with Carl Lewis. Oh, uh, Willie Galt. Yeah. Yeah, she was the Willie Galt of the yellow team. Just they came up short. Just get her the ball on the edge. And well, also they so it, the the score of the game was fourteen to seven, and then the yellow team, the Shall Crushers, had a um, had a chance to tie it up, and they had one play left. And Genevieve, who had who, who had been doing a good job, she turns the corner and heads up field, but she's tackled, and and uh, and Jesse Palmer goes, oh, tackled just short as time runs out. She was on the forty yard line. <laughs> she was yeah. she, she was barely past midfield she was not just short a scoring yeah. a touchdown the field is 100 yards last time i checked and i think that's when jesse delivered the line you know they say love hurts <laughs> yeah they they definitely do <laughs> um so uh so genevieve comes up short which means the the ball zacks uh with christina from nashville yeah, um, and a couple other uh, women get yeah. to go to the the drinks, the cocktails, and they actually, for once, stuck to the rules and sent the losing team back back home. Finally, they they get no time with with Zach, um, which I always think is is such a. There are so many things that contradict the mantra of this show. You know, finding love, yeah, giving someone a chance to find love. And then they leave it up to a, a, a basically a game of chance. 50-50, you're going to go home and not be able to spend time with someone who are supposed to be connecting you to be his wife at some point. Yes, exactly. It's just such a random way of doing a date uh, that it contradicts everything the show's about. But anyway, um, I'll tell you this much. Remember I said last episode... Uh, Validation is the key word, I guess, of Generation Z right now. Yeah, Val- I need to feel validated, and they use it so liberally. They don't really use it correctly all the time. They That's just, right. Validate's just the word to use. So, a couple women want to utilize this cocktail hour to validate, you know, what they've experienced and to get validation. That's right. They just keep fucking repeating this phrase. Um, so, anyways. Uh, maybe our girl, our girl Bailey, who Bailey went, well, Bailey went up to him on the night of the uh, after the final rose. That's right, she did. I'm I'm Bailey on the daily. Yeah, um, <laughs> I couldn't. I was trying to I was trying to recall her rhyme, and it was I I had lost it. So I'm glad you remembered it. I'm Bailey on the daily, and then he he said something like. Hey, Bailey, which is a name, and then he responded, "You're Bailey on the Daylean," and it's like that's not even a name. That's not even doesn't even rhyme. What you just said, yep. yeah. But um, so you know, Bailey's one of the one of the women that meet with him, not before um, Christina from Nashville pulls him first and makes out with him, and she says, "Literally, this is so validating." Um, that's right. And then he sits down with Charity. He makes out with Charity. They had a great talk. She ends up getting the rose. Uh, spoiler. Um, back at the mansion, um, 
our girl Allie is given the final date, the one-on-one date. Allie, uh, yeah, some some rando black chick who's who's cute. She's uh, very cute. Any impression so far? Yeah, she's given. Oh no, we've lost Jason again. Allie, I thought was very cute. She seems very sweet. For some reason, and Jason will fill us in on this. For some reason, they have to dress in like they're getting married. So they're like, hey, here's your wedding dress. And she's like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. And then he wears a tuxedo and then they they leave. And they go somewhere. Looks, looks like Lake Elsinore to me. And then her, it's actually not even a dress. It's a wedding jumpsuit, which I don't even think is a thing. I mean, it could be. Look, if you want to get married in a jumpsuit, I respect you. Go for it. I'm just saying I've never seen it before. So she goes in the jumpsuit, and then they go to a, a shitty airport and get on some bullshit prop plane <laughs> at which point i would be like i'm out i did not this is this is me when you're already on to the one-on-one date huh that's where you started you started and i was just continuing well yeah well yeah. ali was given a wedding dress and that's right and they go skydiving which again is another part of this yeah. episode where i thought you know this is a creative thing by the and i really like skydiving so yeah. i but but before but don't get too far ahead of us. I want to I want to hit on a couple things here. Yeah. So uh, so Bailey on the daily sits down with with Zach and she really ruins herself here. She gets all in her feelings. Ugh. She sees people making out with them and yeah. a cu- couple women every season do this. They get yeah. in their feelings and then they just shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. And so she sits down with Zach and she's like, "We had such a great connection early, but I I think things have regressed." Yeah, and like every me and everybody in the audience is like, they've been with each other two days. Yeah, how could they regress? I know two days. They don't even know each other. And what it was was she was putting it out there, and she's like, you know, I I just I I just feel like something's been lost, and I'm not sure what it is. She wanted him to say, not at all. I'm still very interested. <laughs> but Zach was like, yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, it was you're right. <laughs> yeah, he just basically agrees with her. Yeah, yes. And he's about to he's about to let her down. I think easy, but one of the hot chicks breaks in on him. A, a woman that he really likes, uh, Ariel. Yeah, and yeah. She's like, could I could I could I interrupt you guys? Ariel basically interrupts him. Break. He's just about to dump Bailey. Breaking up. Yeah. Yeah, and instead of being like, hey, Ariel, um, could I finish this conversation? Give us like five minutes to break up with her. Both him and Bailey are like, uh, yeah, you can interrupt. Uh, sure. And then cries to the producer. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah. Yeah, he didn't really respond the way I thought he was, and it's it's really disconcerting, and I didn't get any validation. You know, yeah. She didn't get validated, and so then – she she pulls him again, yeah, and that's when he lets her down. Yeah, on the group date. Yep, he says, "You know, you're right," um, but not before Bailey says to the producer, "This has literally been a roller coaster of emotion." 
Yes. Literally, literally been a roller coaster of emotions. He's on a, now, his, Zach's established a pattern here because I think anybody that watches the show would agree that Baleen is way too hot for Zach. Like, she's having to grovel to him a guy that she would not, if she ran into him at a bar in her hometown, she would not even give him the time of day. She would not have a conversation with him. She would look right past his fucking boring white ass to somebody better. But because this show is, that's the genius of the show, as we always say, they put these fucking mid-level white guys in this position of power over all these cute girls and these girls start fighting over some dude they would not be interested in the first place and zach he knows his level so notice he is targeting all the mid-level chicks katie (laughs) greer the, the the regular ones the ones that aren't super hot notice he doesn't pay much attention to Catherine. Who's the who? He does kind of make out with who's the one with the slamming body when they get when they do the bikini. Ariel. Ariel. Yeah, he does. He does kind of give some attention to Ariel, but he ain't picking her. I'll tell you that much right now. She's too hot for him. Ariel, Baleen, all uh, Christina, all these chicks are. He's slowly letting the super hotties fade away in favor of the mid-level chicks who are at his actual level of attractiveness. I think you advertently or inadvertently like hit on the genius um, concept of this show. Yeah. Nobody will admit to it. Yes. You. Jason, Jason was a bit. Jason's faded out again because of the found colon R E hotel Wi-Fi. But Jason, this is something I love about Jason is what's, well, I mean, I've said the same thing every season that we've covered the show every time. And he's acting, he's just, he's just heard it for the first time. He's like, you've just hit on something that is genius that these producers do. I've said it ever since I've seen the show. This is, this is not a new concept. This is, that's the whole concept of the show is that they make girls who are way more attractive or on a higher level, attractive higher level on the attraction scale than some boring software salesman. They make them compete for him. Whereas if they were in the real world, but they're in this vacuum, it seems like they want to, they want to win. You know, it's about winning. It's not about finding love. It's about winning to these contestants. This is a game show. After all, they're competing to win a game show. What's that? Yeah. You're kind of back now. Yeah, we got it. Look, Jason, your Wi-Fi is too spotty. You got it. Let's 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 bust out the rest of this episode real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah. the point that I was making was yes, that dynamic where you have these hot women that are getting attention their entire lives, and then they go on the show to fight for the attention of one like average dude. It fucks with their psyche. Yeah. And- she literally, and I'm using this right, yes. she literally plays her way out of the show because yeah. of it. She yeah. gets in her own feelings. She sits down. She said, for whatever reason, I'm not feeling the connection. He's like, yeah, you're right. And then he, he basically walks her off. Yeah. It's, um, it's so ba- genius. Ba- he's out. Yeah. How? He's out. He's out. On, what, on what planet 
is Zach Shalcross in a position right. to send away a chick like Baleen? It's 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 just it's ridiculous on its face, but we accept it because it's The Bachelor. It's great. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, it's one of the last places where a show gives a man the power to create his happiness. Yeah. A, sh- a show gives a man the power to choose who he wants. Yeah. And yeah. hope and, and, and the women just kind of goes hope that the women just goes along with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how the show even exists anymore with that format, but it does. And so um so anyways, the group date comes and goes. He gives the rose to uh charity. Very attractive black woman. And uh Christina makes the mistake of not being happy for charity. Yeah, Christina, as all the women are saying, oh, my God, Charity, I'm so happy for you that you got your rose. Christina's like, to tell you the truth, I'm not real happy. I was hoping it was me. Yeah. Yeah. And the women yeah. just start being really catty. Yeah. And Brooklyn, the rodeo racer, which I had ho- high hopes for. I like her. Cool, cool chick. But yeah, she gets a little bit woke in, in this episode. And she's like, I can't believe that Christina stole uh charity's moment right there it's like what do you mean stole her moment she got the fucking rose she got the immunity what what's the steal there yeah how are you make her feel good on top of that yeah how are you you can't steal somebody's moment that's that's you're you're giving someone else the power like it's 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 they only can take something from you if you give it away they're not they're they're not capable of taking joy from you it's only you that's giving it up so Brooklyn, I think, uh, as Christina's talking, she's like, have you ever considered literally shutting the fuck up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Brooklyn kind of gets back in her face. So everyone hates Christina. Christina's the villain now who isn't allowing for people to have their safe place. That's right. Isn't allowing for people to be happy. And remember, she did the unredeemable offense of saying to Brianna on night one, I hate you, yeah. JK. Yes. I hate you, JK. Yes, that's what got her kicked off. Yeah. So um, so the one-on-one date that you've already kind of described is Zach and Allie going skydiving in a wedding dress and a tuck. But what it was a wedding dress, it was a wedding jumpsuit. It had legs. It was a, literally a jumpsuit. Jump yeah. out of a plane suit. Yep. I want to say they did the exact same plane that I did when I skydived. It was a rickety old plane with yeah. propellers. Um, the plane was much more scary than the actual jump. I didn't know if the plane was going to survive the trip. And, and even Zach said, uh, would you get in this scary plane with me and jump out of the plane? Um, credit to both of them for not being pussies. I mean, they, they both mm. did the did the jump pretty seamlessly without any uh, any issues. I mean, here you do you you. Let's do a little role play. You uh, uh, pretend I'm the Bachelor, Brian the Bachelor, and you start telling me that we're gonna go skydiving. Uh, hey Brian, hey. we're gonna go skydiving. No. Now do now do the sand now now do it with bungee jumping. Hey, uh, hey, Brian, uh, we're going to do some bungee. Jumping. I'm not doing that. No, no chance. Fuck no. Well, okay. So you and I come at both at opposite approaches. Here. I'm not jumping out of any planes. 
And <laughs> but, but Brian, don't yes. you see the no. don't you see the analogies? Like jumping out of a plane <laughs> is a taking a, a leap of love, like, leap of faith. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot like love. I mean, <laughs> it has risk. Yeah, um, you're doing it together. Yep, and with another male strapped on the backside of you, you no. have another male on the backside of you the whole time. I don't now. strap just up to other like, dudes. Just like in marriage. Yeah. You always have a guy strapped to you everywhere you go. Also, her landing, the, I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if she sprained an ankle or something. Her landing was pretty hard with that dude. It's, it's pretty easy, actually, to sprain something yeah. and tweak your knee on those. That's the toughest part yeah. of the jump. Yeah. That's a tough, and and I think I remember a few years ago when we they did another skydiving thing, some chick yes. really landed hard. Yeah. I remember. I forget who it was. She laid on the ground for a while. JoJo. Maybe, maybe it was JoJo or somebody. Yeah. She really landed hard. Yep. They had to like, go to a break and tease it and stuff. I remember. Um, but I thought that they both handled it pretty well. They didn't do that whole pussy thing where they, they had to like delay and not want to do it. So Allie um, sits down over uneaten food yep. after skydiving. And she starts telling him how much of a control freak she is. I'm like, you got, you can't, you got to shut up, because she's like, usually I'm in control. I like to be in control. I'm very type A, and she was basically saying that this state was very different for me. I was not in control, and I usually am, and um, and it's like past relationships um, haven't gone my way because I've always I've always put them first, and he says the very very uh insightful thing he says uh it sounds like you put people first in relationships and have been putting yourself second uh-huh yeah for whatever reason that was like the the the, the most fucking um inspiring thing you could ever say to somebody yeah yeah now he's you're putting a, he, yourself if you're, if you're putting uh your girlfriend first in a relationship there's only two of you so you don't need to add that second sentence of you've been putting yourself second. Right. That's implied by the first part of the sentence. Yeah, if you if you don't put yourself first, you're automatically second. Good point. It sounds like you slide yourself down to like fourth or fifth in your <laughs> one-on-one relationships. Right. Uh, yeah. All right. So um so they have a good dinner. She's blown away by that advice that that you know she, she, he doesn't want her to put him second or whatever. And uh, she says she's vulnerable. It's great. And he's like, I have a surprise for you. And this is the, for the first time this season, we had our first Caucasian country, but not country um, singer. Brett something. Brett Griffin Palmer. Griffin Palmer. They pretended like they knew who he was. Yeah. Yeah. They always do that. Griffin. I mean, we got serenaded by Griffin Palmer. One, you know, I don't think we could have had a better night. Well, yeah, I think Adele serenading you would have been a better night. Yes, um, or anyone, well, maybe you two. Anyone whose name you heard of? No, nothing could be worse than you two. I'd, I'd take Griffin Palmer over you two. You don't think if if Bono Oof. was singing "One Love," you wouldn't dance with your girlfriend and, and be in tears? No, and also Bono's five two. One love. And I think the song is just called One. One Life. No, 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 no. I don't need the character. Okay. Okay. This, this, 
So, uh, yes. So Gri- Griffin Palmer, I, I googled it. He won NBC's show. Don't wait for it. Not the voice. The oh no, no. He won NBC's Songland. Is that a thing? Uh, Songland? Never heard of it. Aspiring country artists. No. Um, so, but I guess he's done pretty well on his own. That one song that he did sing, I guess, is a big, big deal in that world. Good for them. Um, Jesse en- enters the uh, mansion and says, I got news for you girls. Uh, that cocktail hour tonight before the rose ceremony. It's over. He wants to skip it. Instead, he wants to have a uh, barbecue right the- here at the mansion. Oh, yeah. A pool party. Pool- Get him out is what he's saying. Get Girls, get him out. He wants to see the goods. This show ha- has lost any pretense of like equity totally agree of like let's show plus size people yep. let's show normal people they they have a beautiful cast and a guy with a great body and they're gonna show them in as little clothes as possible totally um and one of those beautiful people is ariel from new york yep the aforementioned and she shows up in this bikini and she actually says off camera it's great to have some one-on-one time to talk with Zach, even though he wasn't looking at my eyes. So that's that's code for he was looking at my boobs. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I mean, we and, all were. Yeah, and as they were making out in the jacuzzi, she says, "Don't touch my butt." I like her sense of humor. She's got kind of a, a dry sense of humor. I like her too. She's cool. But that's, uh, she's too much woman. She's not going to make it. She's gone. She's out. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's going to realize real fast that he's his maturity level emotionally is, is that of like a, a 12-year-old. Yes. And, and he's just not very bright. I, yeah. I, she, to me, needs somebody much more sophisticated and grown up. Totally agree. Uh, but Brianna is the person that steals the swimsuit party here because... She is one of these people that knows it's not going to work, and she's going to end it before she gets broken up on. Oh yeah! Not only is not only is Brianna going to end it before she gets broken up on, she's going to fucking throw a grenade into the mansion and blow everything up. Yes, and then leave so she doesn't have to deal with any of it. Like she's the worst. One of the most cowardly moves. I totally agree. The history of this show. Yep, I, I was so upset at her like i wanted the producers to grab her in the parking lot yep and bring her back to deal with everything she fucking ruined um she says to to zach i don't think it's working i'm not feeling it and he's like you know you're right it it just seems like our conversations are forced and and it's not very fun and and then she's like yeah i just want to say goodbye but before i do there's one person in this place that's making that has made me yep. feel intimidated and unsafe. Yep. There it is. Those two words. That, that, at that point, you knew Christina was done, and the, and she's like, and that person would be Christina, and she said it that way, almost like a game show presenter. And that person would be Christina. Uh, she's made me and other people feel unsafe and intimidated. And Zach is just like, oh my god, he's such a bitch. He's such a bitch. He falls for it. He falls for it. He's such a bitch. To Christina's point, when when she was fighting for her life here, she's like, please don't believe this. I thought that was pretty smart. Like, 
there's maybe there's some truth to what Brianna's saying, but don't believe that it's having this devastating, damaging impact that she's proclaiming. Here. Yep. Uh, but he does believe it uh, ultimately, and so he goes back to the woman. He says, hey, "I just want to let you know, uh, Brianna left. Uh, it's always sad. It's never easy. Uh, but she says that, uh, that one person here has been making things unsafe, and I, I, I don't want this to ever not be a safe place. So uh, it's not acceptable." Uh, and then he pulls Christina aside. Yeah. Um, I thought Christina came off really good here. Look, he basically said, this is what Brianna told me, that you've said these things to her, that you've made multiple people in the house feel unsafe and intimidated. And and, uh, Christina's like, you know what? Maybe I have. And I thought I had already addressed it with these people. And maybe it's because I have had such a connection with you and I'm I'm bolsterous and I talk... I talk about myself a lot, and that comes off as being, um, I guess, insensitive to their feelings or something. Like she, I thought she explained herself really well, and she should have been given a break on that. And she literally says to him, don't believe this. Um, and he's like, uh, I got to think about this. Uh, he's such an idiot. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, of course, Jesse shows up with all the other women and says, you know, Zach's really overwhelmed right now. Um, he's just going to go ahead and skip the rest of this barbecue, and you'll see him at the rose ceremony tonight. Mm-hmm. Christina is seen crying on the steps. We've seen this in the previews from the previous two weeks. Crying on the steps. Yep. She's beside herself. She kind of knows she fucked up, but she also knows that whatever she did. Did she fuck up? But She fucked up by having a personality? She's getting ruined by the woke mob here. And yes, she knows it. Like she, she has a feeling that she just didn't. She, it was the wrong place to to be her, to have a personality because that that's having a personality these days is considered an assault on other yeah. uh, on these bland people that only look at their phones all the time, and <laughs> the only time they look up from their phones is to see if their feelings are being hurt. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, the show isn't called uh, The Feelings of Sensitive Women. Yes. It's called The Bachelor. Yes. And Zach, as The Bachelor, in the format that I already mentioned, where one dude could choose among 30 women and compel one person to marry them. Yep. Um, he's The Bachelor. He should be the alpha male. He should be able to kind of look through this. Uh, but he instead he fucking falls into the trap and falls for those 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 words the unsafe and intimidated and ultimately they get to the rose ceremony um, and by the way Brooklyn was called aside by Zach too and she she sold Christina down the river pretty good too well that was strategic she's a rodeo yeah. racer she's like if I could get my biggest rival out of this thing. <laughs> Well, that, that's the thing. That's the thing about Christina, and the show never, never alludes to this. And this is what I think Zach should have been mature enough to realize. Yep, Christina was a huge threat to everybody. Of course. So it's not that she made them feel unsafe. She was she was the one that Zach really liked and introduced to their family. Yep. Remember, this was the one that's met his family already, and yep. he mentioned that to her. So, anyways, they get to the rose ceremony. He he addresses the. The big scandal in his speech before the rose, the big drama was whether or not Christina is going to be given another chance. 
um, women like uh, Jess, Gabby, Genevieve, Greer, Kat, they were all mentioned. Brooklyn is saved. And it gets down to two people, Christina yeah. and some complete nobody. Yes. Named I know. I, that, they actually kind of tricked me because I'll, every time they're like, I don't know if I got enough time, blah, blah, blah. That person always stays. And so I'm like, well, the the only person that's in question is Christina. So, of course, she's not going home. And then they did send her home. He's like, Mercedes. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? I think she – I wouldn't be surprised if she started this show this episode. She And they just were like, yeah, we just need somebody to take Christina's rose at the end. Um, because I don't remember seeing her. She hasn't been on camera once saying anything. No, I've never seen her before. So Mercedes gets the rose instead yeah. of. Um, oh, oh no, Jason. Okay, that's it for Jason. We wrapped it up. We're not. We're not c- coming back from this. Um, yeah. So look, next week, Christina was the villain. This week, next week they're going to invent another villain, and you know Christina did nothing wrong. There was she made somebody feel unsafe. That's on you. She didn't do anything. She's just being a boisterous ass Nashvillian from the Mandrell family. Her mother, of course, is Erlene Mandrell, sister of Barbara. And Christina will be fine. She'll probably be on Bachelor in Paradise. Maybe she'll be the Bachelorette. Who knows? Probably not because you got to go longer on the show. Either way, we're sorry for the technical difficulties. At least it wasn't a breathing issue like I had last week. We'll wrap it up there. For Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beckman. This has been The Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next time. We're making a connection and falling in love. We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne. We got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve. So it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle. The lifestyle we living in is the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in.